We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, how did the Biden administration get it so wrong? How could they possibly be this clueless? How could we be this far off with regard to the situation in Afghanistan? I'll answer this question and more on today's rebellion. Welcome to today's rebellion. The question for the day is, how could the leadership of the free world be this clueless? How could we be this wrong? How could we get caught off guard this badly in Afghanistan, as well as other places around the world? It's been said over and over again that Joe Biden, in his entire political career, has been wrong on every foreign policy question that's ever come across his desk. And I would argue that that's accurate. And I think I know the answer as to why. I'm going to answer that question on today's rebellion. But before I get into that, remember that if you would like to subscribe to the rebellion, I encourage you to do so by going to patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. Patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R. You can see the various different levels of subscription membership when you go to that particular Patreon site. Patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. And don't forget my two books, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe But It's Good, a message that is sorely needed for today's college students as well as everyone else. We need to recognize that we have become a daycare rather than a nation of free people. We are cowering in the corner, begging for Big Brother, Uncle Sam, to take care of us, to make us feel comfortable, to affirm us, to make us feel good about who we are. The facts be damned. We don't care about the facts any longer. We just want to have our cake and candy and our ice cream. And that's all we care about right now. We have decided that safety is more important than freedom. And as I said in a previous show, any nation that says it will prefer safety to freedom will, in the end, get neither. So before we take a break, I'm going to ask the question one more time. How did we get it this wrong? How is it that the Biden administration and the party he represents and the political philosophy this isn't just happenstance. This was as predictable as the sunrise. And it goes back to a constant refrain that I have ventured here on the rebellion. It goes back to Chuck Colson's worldview model. Now, some of you who listen routinely know where I'm going with this, but this bears repeating because the proof of the veracity of Chuck Colson's model 
His worldview model is in, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in spades if you just watch the news over the last 24, 48 hours. Chuck Colson was right. If you don't get the answer to the question of the origin of man and the nature of man right, everything thereafter is going to be wrong. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. I want you to listen to this recording as I set up this question, how did we get at this wrong? This is Ned Price, the State Department spokesperson, speaking. I'm not going to say any more. I just want you to listen very carefully to what he says. Additionally. The U.N. Security Council issued a joint press statement earlier today calling for a new government that is united, inclusive, and representative, including with the full and and meaningful participation of women. The council spoke with one voice to underscore that Afghanistan must abide by its international obligations, including to international humanitarian law and ensure the safety and security of all Afghans and international citizens. What? in the world is he smoking? And by the way, does he sound like a frightened child? Just the tone of his voice is not one that lends itself to confidence. This is not someone that I'm going to attend to, nor am I going to listen to, nor will I follow someone who sounds scared. He's calling for the full and inclusive participation of women Does he have any idea who he's talking about? We're talking about the Taliban. We're talking about radical Islam. It's a worldview that subjugates women. They actually believe it's okay for a husband to beat his wife, to bring her into submission. This is part of their teaching. This is their theology. This is their worldview. Did he just wake up yesterday And is he completely clueless as to what has taken place over the course of the last few years? These are the people who flew airplanes into the World Trade Center. These are the people who behead their adversaries. These are the people who rape little girls. These are the people who marry, quote-unquote, 10-year-old girls. This is their worldview, and he's calling upon them to honor international law, humanitarian law, and to include women in the government? These women can't even drive cars. They can't go out in public without a burqa on. And this man is up there talking as if this is a Babylon Bee skit. This is crazy. How did we get at this wrong? It's almost as if you're watching this and you don't think this can possibly be real. Women serving in the Taliban government, they they can't even show their hair in public. I mean, I, I hate to be this negative on this show, but how in the world did a free people ever elect a political party this clueless. And why is this guy saying it rather than the president of the United States? Where is he? 
Where is Joe Biden? Where's Waldo? It's almost as if we could play a little game. Can you find Waldo in the daily news? Uh, I, I actually, I, I don't want you to get frustrated because I actually do have a positive thing to say about our current state of affairs at the end of this show. But I want to circle back and answer the question, how in the world did we get at this wrong? Well, number one, this shouldn't surprise you. Because as Ben Shapiro and several other conservative commentators said during the election season, Joe Biden has gotten every foreign policy issue wrong that has ever crossed his desk throughout his entire career. Everything he's ever touched when it comes to foreign policy has been wrong. And this is one more example of him and his party and his cabinet and everybody around him being wrong. Here's why. They've answered the first two questions of Chuck Colson's worldview model wrongly. They're in air. And when you get the first two questions wrong, nothing thereafter is going to be right. So I'm going to remind you again what that worldview model is. And I'm going to remind you again, this is the third, the fourth, the tenth, the fifteenth time I've covered this on this show. But repetition, 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 that's the secret to success. That's the secret to learning. That's the secret to communicating effectively, even to those that don't agree with you. Stay on message. Say it once, say it twice, say it a hundred times. Never give up. Never, ever, ever give up. It's one of the reasons I start out this show with Winston Churchill, because he was famous for being tenaciously focused on his mission. He never gave up, and he communicated over and over and over and over again that the British people could not give up freedom that they would fight on the beaches, that they would fight in the air, that they would fight in the trenches, that they would fight for freedom. Never give up. Stay on task. Repetition. Let people know what you believe. So let's go back to Chuck Colson's first two questions. Every worldview, whether it's Islam or whether it's Christianity, answers the question of the origin of man and the nature of man, the redemption of man, and the responsibility of man. So how did we get this so wrong, and how could this frightened child named Ned Price stand up in front of the world and say, we're demanding that the Taliban treat women with dignity and be inclusive? The Taliban is laughing at him as well as all of the rest of our enemies, because they understand that he's got the answer to the question wrong. You see, he thinks that the nature of man, the second question in Chuck Colson's model, he thinks the answer to that question is that people are good. He thinks that people, men and women, human beings, are basically good by nature. 
He doesn't believe in original sin. He thinks that's an antiquated idea, a puritanical idea. I'm not even sure he believes in sin. I don't know what he thinks. What does he think these guys are doing when they rape little girls? Does he think that's sin? Or does he just think that's the unfortunate um, consequence of an economically broken society? And that if we just had more money and threw more money at the Taliban, they would all of a sudden wake up tomorrow and be virtuous, inclusive human beings. Put their swords away. Stop cutting off people's heads that they disagree with and stop marrying 10-year-old girls. Marrying in quotation marks there. Stop forcing women to follow several paces behind their husbands when they're out in public. Stop forcing women to hide behind burqas. Stop beating women who don't comply in full subservience and obedience to their dominant husbands, their misogynist husbands. He's got the answer to the second question. The first one, he's got it wrong too, because he doesn't believe that we're created in the image of God. He doesn't believe that we're unique and that we're exceptional and that we're different than the animal. He doesn't believe that we're the Imago Dei. He doesn't believe in the Creator. He believes that we've risen up out of the primordial soup and therefore we're of no greater significance morally than the dog, the pig, the cat, the cow. We're just the product of radical Darwinism. And again, I've asked this question over and over again on this show. If that's what you think, if you think that you're nothing but the product of the soup, that you rose up out of the swamp, then why should you win? Why should human beings prevail? What's so unique about you? Why shouldn't the cow win? Why shouldn't the dog win? Why shouldn't the amoeba win? Why shouldn't this virus win? Why are we fighting against COVID? Maybe COVID should win. Survival of the fittest, right? And if there's no such thing as an objective moral good, then we are right to turn to our politically left of center progressive, smarter than thou folks, like those in the Democrat Party that think Joe Biden actually is a leader, rather than well, weekend at Barney's, Bernie's, whatever that movie was. <laughs> weekend at Barney's, a purple, a purple dinosaur. Weekend at Bernie's. The reason that Ned Price is getting up there and begging with a broken, childish, cowering voice, with this, these tyrants. These villains, the reason he's pleading with villains is he doesn't believe in villainy. He doesn't believe that the human being is broken. He actually thinks that we're good at heart. And I've talked to you about this before. There is no more provable aspect of all of Christian theology than the fact of original sin. G.K. Chesterton pointed this out. He said, If you want to dispute all of Christian theology, go ahead and do so. But there's one part of Christian theology that you cannot dispute empirically, and that is original sin. 
the brokenness of mankind. Because all you need to do is turn on the news, open up the newspaper, and in today's parlance, look at your iPhone, open up your laptop, Google the news, and there's proof in spades that we are a broken people. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There is none righteous. No, not one. That's what the Bible says. The biblical worldview is that you are not a good person. I am not a good person. Joe Biden is not a good person. His son is not a good person. Ned Price is not a good person. Nancy Pelosi is not a good person. Everett Piper is not a good person. None of us are good for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. There is only one way to redeem the broken human soul, and that's through confession and repentance and renewal and revival. It isn't through more government programs and more Monopoly money that we're going to print by the trillions to try to pretend that that's going to solve the hate or reconcile the hate or resolve this villainy that you see in the Taliban, that you see in Black Lives Matter, that you see in Planned Parenthood, that you see in critical theory, this us-against-them anger is not evidence of a good people. It's evidence of a broken people. And the reason we're in the mess we're in right now, the reason Joe Biden has been wrong on every foreign policy issue that's ever crossed his desk is he gets the question of the nature of man wrong, as does his entire party. At rock bottom, the reason I could never support the Democrat Party as it's defined today, wasn't always this way, but as it's defined today, is because the Democrat Party elevates the human being to the ultimate standard of goodness. And if we just educate everybody enough, if we just make, if we just increase the minimum wage high enough then everybody will get along. We'll just give everybody a hug and the Taliban will go away and they'll start including women and they'll start doing good things and they'll be affirming and tolerant. Hogwash people. Do you really think that's going to happen? Do you really think communist China is going to all of a sudden turn over a new leaf? How about North Korea? One of the... Favorite quotes I've cited over and over again on this show is George Santayana. He who doesn't learn the lessons of history is doomed to repeat them. The lesson of history is what Chuck Colson told us in his worldview model. That the nature of man is not good. It's broken and evil. And that's why our founding fathers were wise enough to set up a system of competing powers to control that evil. Because they recognize that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And you can't give power to any one party or any one potentate. 
No individual and no government can assume unto itself total power because power corrupts, because the human being is corrupt in his soul. And the only thing that washes that soul clean, in my view, as a Christian, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the only thing that has ever been proven in history to work. It was the gospel that abolished slavery. It was the gospel that stood in the face of the tyranny of Great Britain and established the American colonies as a free people. An experiment, a unique experiment, because we recognized that with competing powers, we could actually maybe control the beast, the beast that craves the ring. The Taliban craves the ring. Communist China craves the ring. The Soviet Union did likewise. Vladimir Putin today does. Castro craved the ring. Chavez and Mussolini and Hitler and Pol Pot, all the despots, all the tyrants of history, have proven Chesterton right. The answer to Chuck Colson's second question as to the nature of man is that we're a broken people. But here's the encouraging thing. Don't. Don't give up. I mean, you're watching the news right now, and it's COVID one day, and they're gonna, they, they won't even let you breathe the way you want to breathe in public. You've got to put a piece of paper over your face, and you know it's not doing anything. You've seen the research. You know that logic tells you that this doesn't work, as well as Fauci, our Surgeon General, the New England Journal of Medicine, research from Sweden and Denmark and Japan. I cited it all. Oxford, England. I gave that to you a couple days ago. Logic as well as science, empirical evidence, common sense tells you that putting this piece of paper over your face is not accomplishing anything, but you go on on. You go on and you do it anyway because you're trying to be you're trying to be a good citizen. And you give up a little bit of your freedom. A little bit of your liberty. They tell you that you may not be able to go shopping unless you get vaccinated. And you think, well, maybe I should do it. You know, surely these people have my best interest at heart, right? Because everybody's good. I mean, Anthony Fauci can't be evil. Joe Biden wouldn't be lying to us. Nancy Pelosi, none of these people would be lying to us, would they? But something nags at you. Because you see, over and over again, the lessons of history playing themselves out and that when people do get power, they fudge. They obfuscate. They dodge. They dance. They don't tell you the truth. And in the back of your head, you've got that haunting question. What's going on? How are we going to get out of this mess? Well, the way we get out of this mess is the biblical worldview, answering the questions that Chuck Colson gave us accurately. Origin of man, you're created by God. You're not a, the product of the soup. You actually are better than the virus. You should win. Nature of man, you're not good, and neither am I. Neither is the Taliban. And the only solution to that is to admit it and to repent. It's the beauty of the 2,000-year tradition of the church. 
the redemption of man is that repentance, not socioeconomic justice and redistribution and anti-racism rather than just not being a racist. Critical theory is not going to solve our problems. It's just going to make them worse. And pleading with our enemies to be just and humanitarian in the way they chop people's heads off is not going to work either. People, the solution to this mess is the same as it's always been. And frankly, it's always worked. And I can guarantee you that it will work again. You know why? Because I believe Jesus. I believe he is, present tense, not past tense, he is who he claims to be. He is the great I am. He is the second person of the triune God. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the Lion of Judah, the Lamb of God. He is our Lord and our Savior. He saves us from this mess. And if you're not a believer, stop and think about it. What is the soap that has always cleansed culture of its brokenness? Don't tell me that religion is bad. True religion, true Christianity, Christianity that follows obediently in the footsteps of Christ is a religion of confession, not recompense and vengeance. It's one of repentance, not retribution. It's a, it's a religion of virtue, not violence and vengeance. And I know this works. Back to what I started to say. Because I trust the second person of the triune God who promised me it would work. What did he say? He said, The gates of hell will not prevail against my church. And people, you can take that one to the bank. Oh, we will suffer setbacks. We will suffer persecution. The book of Hebrews in the New Testament talks about how the saints suffered persecution. Some of them were killed. Some of them were sawn in two. Several of them were crucified. But that's not the end of the story. That book tells us that we have a great cloud of witnesses of of those that have gone on before us. And they're in the stands right now cheering us on, knowing that the promise of Christ is true. And that the gates of hell can't win. They won't prevail. Again. Joe Biden gets it wrong because he doesn't get this. You don't have to get it wrong. You can have total faith that when you believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you're saved. Saved from all of this crap that's taking place right now in the news, as well as saved for eternity. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.